Hi, this is Peter. Hi, this is Annie. And today we are going to talk about the legend of Saint Julian the Hospitaller, a story written by the French author Gustave Flaubert, and compare it with the two texts that we have read in class, Oedipus Rex and Macbeth. The story begins with Julian, a young noble. When he hears a prophecy that he will kill his parents, he leaves his homeland and escapes his destiny. He built a magnificent life for himself in another kingdom. A few years later, his parents came to his door to find him. However, he went hunting. His wife welcomed them to stay for the night in Harry and Julian's bed. When Julian came home, he mistook the sleeping pair of his wife and another man. He thought his wife cheated on him and killed his parents in rage. After discovering the truth, he renounced his worldly possessions and devoted himself to penitence and good works. After his selfless behavior towards the leper, he is redeemed and sent to heaven. So I can definitely see the resemblance with Oedipus there. You know, when Oedipus was young, he also received the prophecy that he's going to marry his mother and kill his father, and that was his incentive to run away from the Corinth. The country that he thought that he was born in, in order to escape the prophecies, but in the end, it turned out that the king and queen of Corinth wasn't really his birth parents, and he did indeed kill his father Laius on his way to Thebes, um, and his wife Jocasta was really his mother and gave birth to Oedipus when she was still married to Laius. Right. So both Julian and Oedipus tried really hard to escape their fate, but were unaware that they've already stepped into during process of escaping. So it really leaves me wondering whether one has free will and whether the free will has any impact on fate, because Oedipus chose to murder Laius in rage, and so did Julian when he thought that he was being cheated on. But Macbeth got a prophecy that he was going to be king of Scotland. He killed Duncan. He acted, and he did become the king. Yeah, if you count that in, it does seem that at least on the surface, the character's own choice are the main drive of the plots. But I still think these free wills and choice are parts of the predetermined fate. I mean, Sophocles would probably agree with you. In Oedipus, there was really, really clear indication that Sophocles believed that fate was the guide of one's life. The chorus, which represented reason in the play, said a line: "Destiny guide me always." And the prophecy of Oedipus came from the oracles at Delphi, where the god Apollo provided visions. So the ancient Greeks were really, really obsessed with the ability to see the future. Especially if it comes from the divine power. Yeah, and I guess you would say the same thing for Saint Julian. When he got the prophecy from the stag, it was written that a bell tolled in the distance, and I think that could be refers to religion and heaven, and it did add authority and invisibility to the prophecy that was made. But I would say that for Macbeth, whether fate was the guide is arguable because Macbeth didn't get all his prophecies at once. So it leaves me wondering whether he would have gotten different prophecies the second time he visited the weird sisters had he made different choices before that. But in the end, all the prophecies that he got from the witches did come true. But I think the characters still have a degree of free will. It might not be controlling their own lives. But they certainly have control in how they respond to their fates and prophecies, and also the outcomes. Oedipus said in the end of the story that he blinded himself, even though the fate was determined. It was still ignorance for the gods that eventually made him agonize, and he decided to repent his guilt by physically blinding himself. Yeah, and I think Julian did pretty much the same thing. After he killed his parents, he decided to devote himself to ferry others from one bank of treacherous river to another. So he, in a way, turned this horrible fate into a positive power, which eventually sent him to heaven and became a saint. 
But Macbeth, after experiencing his fate as in battle with Macduff, the Caesarean baby, refused to admit his errors till the very end of his life. He was really desperate not to let the crown slip from him, even though it was obtained from the blood of innocent people. And he eventually faced an equally bloody death. And talking about his killings, I think that he also used fate as excuses for his murdering of innocent people. For example, he thought that he must murder Duncan in order to become king. I agree with you. And we can definitely conclude from the ending of the three stories that even though parts of your life might be predetermined, what you do after you experience the whole thing is still within your control. And what you make of it depends on you. I mean, we have Julian who became a saint and Macbeth who died horribly. I also want to note some of the differences I see between the stories too. Um, we've been discussing a lot about how pride breeds the tyrant, which is how blind trust in oneself was really evident in Macbeth and Oedipus, and that led to their downfalls. But I don't really see that element in the legend of St. Julian. You know, he seemed really cautious about the prophecy and even gave up hunting, even though it's heavily noted in the story that he has an innate lust for blood and killing. I guess you could say that there is a bit of pride in Julian. He has extraordinary hunting skills and was very confident that he could kill animals he sees. That leads to the massacre of the animals before receiving the prophecy uh, from the stag that he killed. But he did have work self-control over his bloodlust. You brought up how Macbeth used his fate as an excuse to kill a lot of people, leading him to a vicious circle. Julian certainly had more self-control than that. Exactly. So back to choices. There is also more difference in the story than the personalities of the characters. In Oedipus and Macbeth, we had a lot of other characters that participate in plots. You know, the wives, Jocasta and um, Lady Macbeth. But Julian's wife did not really seem to have significant impact on what Julian did. He did convince him to not to uh, let the prophecy restrain his life, but she was unknowing of other things. Yeah, unlike Jocasta, Julian's wife wasn't really part of the prophecy. Um, I think one reason why that could be would be that the goals of the stories are different. Um, Oedipus and Macbeth were written in forms of play, so they were aimed towards entertainment. Um, and their lessons in the end would be like a pretty clear one towards the audience, like pride breeds a tyrant or don't let ambition override your reason. But St. Julian is a Christian story that the author Faubert composed based on a stained glass story. And we get a lot of Christian images in the story, like, you know, the Baal and Noah's Ark. I would say that the story is about faith more than fate, which is pretty different from Macbeth and Oedipus. Flaubert puts the climax part of the story in the end when Julian tried to save the Leaper. I think Flaubert is trying to focus that no matter what your fate is, your faith can do more. It can guide you to repentance and atone your sin. That is why Julian lacks the literal poetic um, character buildup compared to Macbeth and Oedipus, because he's supposed to serve as a role model for Christians who read a story. Yeah, and those people will get the message that if you repent your sins, you could become a saint. And that led to the main structural character differences in the stories. I think this is all we have today. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.